the Lord expects us to exercise humility when we are here on earth. Praise God. It is true. Can you imagine the son of God himself being born on earth? Just think for a moment that Jesus in whose name in whose name actually all creation exists because of him. Nothing was made without him. In other words, what everything that we see was made by him, through him, and for him. Now, imagine who is that kind of person. Think about that. Yet, he harbored himself, reduced himself to an abirio. Okay? You mothers, you know what I mean. And entered into a virgin's womb. God, who spoke the existence of that virgin, who spoke the existence of the earth, reducing himself to that level. You know? And imagine for a moment that he grew in that womb. You know? Disturbing Mary kicking. Probably you've never pictured this. We are not talking of a... We are talking of God surrendering his Godhead to become human and be born on earth not in Agakani Hospital or Nairobi Hospital. Not even in Pumwani or even those, who are, those other ones in Kayore and whatever they are called. Born in a cow shed on a major. That was the bed. Can you imagine for a moment that Mary was going through labor? Her labor ward was a cow shed together with the cows. And maybe there were some cows that were giving birth at the same time. Now this is serious. I want you to see something. Because if you see it, it will help you. And if you capture it, you will never be the same again. Praise God. He is born there. And this is God. My brother Joe. It is God reducing himself to that level. And then, you know, you would have probably expected, even if is a baby born, there should be a unique baby. Yeah, that comes with intelligence. A baby that knows how to speak. A baby that knows, you know, you know, to do things for 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 himself. But this baby was came in as an ordinary baby. Those of you that have babies, at least for me and Florence, we have had babies, but they are now husbands and wives and mothers. But even if they are that, we saw them in, at that level. That if you do not change the diaper, that child is in trouble. Because she will die. Or she will get burnt. Because she, she will cry, yes, asking for help. But there is nothing else she can do. For a minute, think that is how Jesus was. Now. Why was he doing all this? That kind of humility. If God can demonstrate that kind of humility, then 
How much more do you expect him to demand that you and I be humble? Praise God. You know, that's one word, habu, humility, that means so much, carries so much power and authority. But we don't want it because humility reduces you down there. Humility denies you your right and someone else has to come to your aid. You are to depend on someone else. Praise God. You are to denounce, to deny yourself your rights and become a servant and serve others. But the unfortunate thing that how many human beings want that. Yet, if you want to grow, to go up, we must go down. Because if God himself became Habu, Peter, there is no way you and I will ever rise up if we don't remain there. Because it is him who will exhort us. But he cannot exhort us from a level of where we feel ourselves. We know ourselves. I'm a prophet. Praise God, prophets. I'm an apostle. Praise God, apostles. I'm a pastor. I'm an intercessor. Praise God. I'm trying to tell you something. All these things that we are asking for, the power that we want, the miracles that we want to, 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 have, to happen in our lives, it's all given. But how to access it is what we don't know. Everything that you have been looking for is available for you. Because you are a child of God. But being a child of God, you need to accept that you are a child of God. Praise God. And a child is not a grown-up. Hmm. Praise God. A child is not at the same level with the, with the parents. However big the child may be, still a child. Still dependent on the parents. Even when the child is the one providing to the parents because they, have, they are aged. His identity. Where does it come from? The parents, isn't it? So he's still dependent on them. This afternoon I want to ask you, from where do you draw your identity? Praise the Lord. Where do you? Who are you? And why are you who you are? Hallelujah. You cannot be who you are without him. Because he gives you identity. Because you are his child. Praise the Lord. But for you to be able to access that identity, you've got to stripe yourself of all your earthly ranks, titles that you have. Praise God. Amen. Hey, those titles are given to help you function. Yeah? But they are not ranks. You know, I read something this, this morning. Praise the Lord. That the ministries that we have, the titles, they are meant to help us just function. But when it comes to ranks, 
It is God who will give you rank. And God gives you rank based on who you are here on earth and what you do. And you know how to get it. From there. When you exercise humility. The next thing when you exercise love. That you love his people. Not him. You know sometimes we, we want to love God more than we love people. Because we want to, to pretend that we love God more than you love me and I'm your brother. How can you love God whom you have never seen with your own eyes more than me that you see every day? And you know I need food. I need clothing. I need shelter. And you have more than enough. Yeah? But you pretend to love God more it is not possible. The way to love God is the way to love others. And I'm telling you, for us, to, everything that we need has been provided for. Amen? It's, the, it's here with us. It is on us. Our blessings are not in heaven. They are already on us. The ones that are in heaven, we will access them when we get there. Praise the Lord. But how come we are not accessing them? It's the way we conduct ourselves. Praise the Lord. God loves us so much, brethren. Amen? And he wants us to have everything. But don't forget that it's humility. But humility demands that you stripe yourself of everything that you are, everything that you have. And you'll be willing to be nothing before him. Praise God. You know, that when you ask, who are you? You don't start by saying, I am doctor, reverend, bishop. He's excellent. The deputy, governor, whatever, whatever. Those are tight. Eh? That human beings will give you. But if you're so humble, if you, if you understand humility... You will forget all those titles that you simply just say, I am Richard. I am Joyce. And you are comfortable. Someone makes, introduces you. Do you know there are some people when they are being introduced, if you miss out their titles, their credentials, why are you in trouble, Joe? You've got to know. This is lab doctor Leveraged, the anointed, glorified and magnified, highly exalted one, the mighty one. Serious, you know, you're making jokes, but these are things that are denying us the blessings that are already given to us because we are not humble enough to be able to go before God flat. Let him realize, you are God, I'm human. And I worship you. And I love you. Praise the Lord. What is... Where from where do you draw your ident identity? If you have one. Go with me in the book of Psalms. Psalms 115. Verse 16. This is what the Bible says. <clears throat> the highest heavens belong to the, to the Lord. But the earth he has given to mankind. That the highest heaven belong to who? The heavens. 
The things that we see over there belong to God. But the earth, He has given it to mankind. That's why I started by telling you, everything has been provided for. Because the earth contains everything that you need. Praise God. You want money, it is on earth. It's not in heaven. Dollars are not in heaven. They are on earth. You want gold. Gold in heaven is one of the least metals. On earth it's a precious metal. In heaven, why do I say it is the least? Because it is the one that makes the pavement. That's how least gold is in heaven. But on earth it is variable, isn't it? But it's already provided. It's yours. It's on earth. Because the earth has been given to us. But the question is, how come then, if the earth has been given to us, how come we are still in need? We don't have the things that we ought to have that the earth produces. That even food is a struggle. Yet the food is available on earth. Then something is wrong. And I can tell you what it is. It's identity. Because some of us, we have long identities. Some of us don't even know who we are in God. And if you do not know who you are, it's very hard for you to be able to access your blessings. Joe today told us about his son. Let me tell you something. If it was somebody else who had messed up with that thing, Joe, I don't know what would have happened. Kama ni mtu mwingine alikuja akaharibu hiyo kitu. Not your son. Tuseme tu ni Joshua twate alibai mistake. Praise God. Au pastor, atalikuwa anaanguza guza your computer ikafanyika. I don't know. I think it would have cost you you may have to have gone to the mountain for 40 days to know what to do with me. To ask the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. What I'm trying to say, look, but Josh has an identity and the father knows and that then the father knows that the boy has an identity and the boy knows who he is. Because the father has even told him. He's even told him you are the strength of the family. How can the strength of the family be messed up with? <laughs> even if he messes. Praise God. Do you see how, how important it is for you to know your identity? You are not another small girl that was born in a village in Karatina or Karachonyo. Yeah? And you happen to come to Nairobi and you live in South Sea or Kawagware or whatever. Those are not the those places do not give you the identity. Or you live in Lovington. Lovington is just another place. You are more than what you think you are in the eyes of God. Praise the Lord. Why am I telling you all this? Why am I not talking about miracles and healing? No, no, no. Because all those things have been provided for. They are available for each, to each one of us. You can access healing 
without being laid hands on. You can access a miracle without me laying my hands on you. Praise the Lord. That door that has not opened for ages can open without the apostolic team here of the prophetic team having to hold their hands and put you in a circle and pray for you. But you know what? Some of you are so dependent on prayers from others. Praise God. Now, please, do not mistake, do not what is the word? Misunderstand what I'm trying to say. I am not in, in by any way reducing this man to nothing or the ministry they carry. But I want you to know, as a child of God, you have an identity. You bear his identity. Praise the Lord. And you can access him as a father and he can stop everything else that is happening in heaven because of you. True, it is true. Jemima, it is true. You are not just that a girl that was born somewhere in Ukabani and went to Gabatura High School and other places. I didn't say where you went to high school. No. Yeah? Or Turu Turu Village. Where is Mwangi? Yeah? No, no, no. Please, you are more than that. You have an identity. And God has given the entire earth to you. What are you doing with it? What am I trying to do? Is to tell you that being here is not it's not in vain. Being on earth is even more important that the Lord has allowed you to be on earth. Stepping on this ground in itself, it's a miracle. And step on this ground, not as a foreigner, but as the owner of the ground. Praise God. Until we get to that level where we will know and understand that God trusts us and believes in us, we will continue to be stepped on, to be trodden upon by the devil, to be chased by small demons. And we'll get so scared of even dreams. You know that they, you know the devil is so scared of you that he cannot attack you during the day when you can see. He waits until you sleep. That's the time he sends his demons in form of snakes and lions and whatever to scare you. Now I want you to understand how, how important you are that even demons are scared of you. That they have to wait because they know some of you are so fearful at night. Unaenda kulala na uoga wengine hata mlalagi ya kutosha ni uoga. Stop. Gain confident in the Lord. Now listen very carefully. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. Do you know there's a treasure in you? Second hmm? Corinthians 4.17 7, not 17. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Praise the Lord. 
I don't want to elaborate a lot, but I wanted you to understand, you all have pressure that is put in you. Yes, your body is like a jar of clay. It's earthen. But God still believes so much in you that he sent his Holy Spirit to come and dwell in you. What does the Bible say? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine this Holy Spirit, God trusting this treasure, not, not this earthen vessel that we are in, that he puts that treasure in, in it. Why am I saying this? Because, you see, the reason why you lose your identity is because some of you look at yourselves. You look at your body, you belittle yourself. You even go to the mirror. And when you look at your face, you don't want to look at it again. Now, who told you that you are ugly? Who told you that the mirror is a measure? Okay? It is true you are another vessel. You are made of clay. That's what the Bible says. Peter, where to Numatope? Praise God. Yeah? Okay? But the truth is, this water ni? Praise God. I know in, I know the ladies who say, but this is Yapana Matope. Matope. Kutoka kwa nini? Mulumbu wa kutoka wapi? Kwa bafu. Okay. Aha. Na hiyo bafu ilikuwa imetoka wapi? Matope hata nyinyi. Acha <laughs> ni kujigamba. Sisi zote ni? But, you know God is so proud about us. Yeah? That though we are matope, he hides his treasure still in us. Praise God. That God himself dwells in you. We shall come and make an abode in you. That's what Jesus was telling the disciples when the Holy Spirit comes. That him, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus and the Father will come. And there? Praise God. Now, if the heavens is the Lord's, and the earth has been given to the sons of, of God, praise God. Now look at this son of God now. You are totally, you are not just the ordinary one. You, you are different. You not only own the earth. God who owns the earth and the heavens also decides to make an abode in you. Think for a moment. You know these are things, these are truths that have been there, but we've never internalized them. And that is why we despise ourselves. We think we are good for nothing. When people tell you you are good not for nothing, you accept it. When people tell you you can only be, make it at this level, you accept. How can you just make it to this level when God dwells in you? Praise God. How can you accept to be limited to a certain level when God dwells in you? How can they say you are not intelligent? Yet God dwells in you. 
Is the Spirit of God in you? How many believe that the Spirit of God dwells in them? All of you who are born again. True. That's the truth. Now if that's the truth that you need to know, and believe that truth, if you believe that truth, then I can tell you, when the Bible says that you are more than a kogara, indeed you are more than a kogara. Because if God dwells in you, then tell me, who else, what else can be against you? Are you getting the point today? From where do you draw your, your identity? If you draw it from him, I want you to know, that's true. And then he confirms that. By even declaring that in you he can find a place to stay. Hallelujah. Let's read Galatians 3, 27, 28. Uh, maybe before we read that, let's read Jeremiah 1, 1, 5. The very common verse that we all know. That before I did what? Hmm? In where? In your mother's womb I did what? And I did what? I appointed you to do what? Hmm? I appointed you. I set you apart. I chose you. Yeah? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Whom is God talking about? Jeremiah, isn't it? Amen? Was Jeremiah an angel? Jeremiah was a human being like you. So this scripture applies to you. And if God was to speak to you, he would tell you this. That, oh, Timothy, son of Minor, before I formed you in the womb of your mother, I knew you. So it is not your mother and father who gave you an identity. Before you are put in, the, in, in, in that womb, God says, which means he had already given you an identity. But then he trusts your mother so much that he allows her to carry you in her womb. Trust her so much again that he speaks through her to give you a name. Praise God. But he knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I want you to get that point. That phrase. Before you were born, I set you apart. Peter, you are already set apart by God. It, does, it doesn't, doesn't matter what we think about you. We can call you whatever name we would like to call you. We can belittle you as much as we would like to do it. We can say that command, that prophet. Praise God. That's what we are called sometimes. You are good people. You don't believe through the men of God. But the point here is, it doesn't matter. You can call him whatever you want to call him. Okay? You can reduce him to whatever level you like to reduce him. You can speak anything about him. But the fact is, you're not going to change what God has 
decided he is. That's the point I'm trying to, to bring to your attention. It doesn't matter what people say about who you are and what you are not. God has already set you apart. And he has appointed you as a prophet to the nations. If you are a prophet. That's not a choice. You did not choose. And ministers of the gospel, please let us understand. We did not write an application to God to become prophets, to become apostles, to become pastors, to become intercessors, to become what? You did not. God says, I set you apart and I appointed you in that office. Praise God. So, then, if God is the one who appointed you, why are you waiting for us to confirm you or affirm you for you to function? Because there are some of you that are not functioning in their ministries that God has called them because they are waiting for the pastor to come and confirm them. Becky, did I know you before you were formed in your mother's womb? Even Asenga did not know you. Alikuwa tukua mkubwa. Diyo aka akaamua. Huyo amelewa, amelewa vizuri, ako sawa. Angekuona ukiwa mdogo, angekutamani, si dio? Praise God. Yeah, that's village Kagal going to the rivers and whatever. Mm. But look at that. The point here is God knew you and he set you apart and appointed you in that ministry that you're supposed to be functioning. Why are you then not functioning? Praise God. Why are you not functioning in your calling? And many of you knows. Let me tell you something. You cannot wait for Prophet Warutia to come and tell you, you, you are called, you are an evangelist. He is only confirming what you are. Let me tell you, the truth is, even you already know yourself who you are. The problem is because you do not believe and trust yourself. Yeah? So you are waiting for a confirmation. And even when it is confirmed, you are still not so sure. Yeah? What if the man of God missed it? You know? The pastor has not said it yet. The pastor... No, no, no. You have been called. You have an assignment. And each one of you knows your assignment. Function in your assignment. Amen? If we all function in our assignment, do you know what would happen? This body would be so strong. The reason why we are weak as a body is because some of us are not functioning. Rise up in your calling. What is it? What's your calling? You know it. And if you don't, go and ask the Lord. Take time to ask Him. Stop asking us to tell you. Because we didn't call you. We didn't appoint you. The one who set you apart and appointed you knows. So if you do not know, seek Him. Let me tell you something. Nobody, none of us here, can say, I don't know, I, don't, I, I have nothing to do. 
in this body. Because if you are part of the body, you have a function. Because we are one body, isn't it? Everything in your body has a, plays a part. Even the ones that you do not see. The organs that you don't see. Even the smallest of all, even the bile, it has a function. So none of us in this house, seated here, who doesn't have a function. So stop sitting on your function, on your call. On your assignment, you have an assignment. This morning we are reminded. If God gives you an assignment, yeah, that's how you do the assignment determines the level of your relationship with Him. Because if you obey and you are doing what He has called you to do, you will be able to walk with Him. Many of us want to walk with the Lord. Many of us want to have an encounter. Many of us but how can you have an encounter with the Lord while you are just seated, doing nothing? The Lord will give you more when He finds that you are utilizing what you already have. Amen? He is not going to equip idlers. He is not going to equip lazy people. He is not going to equip us for the sake of it. Even the preacher told us this morning, the resources that God has given us, He is already He's tagging it to something. Okay? So you're asking God, Lord, I want you to bless me. And He's asking to bless you so that you can do what? Mm. Some of you are saying, God, I want more money. And the Lord is asking for what? Do you know why He's asking for what? Because for the basic, God has promised. There are things that God has provided to mankind. Food, clothing, Clothing and shelter. Those are basic things that God will always provide. Yeah? And he asks, can he give you life and not give you food? Yeah? Can he give you a body and not clothe that body? That's why he says, do not worry about what you shall eat and even what you shall do. Those things he has provided. So all of us are taken care of by God. The extras that we are asking... And that he releases. He releases for a purpose. I can trust Jackie with wealth because she will not sit on it and put it in a can and then can it, put it in a fridge for herself. She can release it to others. Amen? And not give Joe those billions of shillings because if he's looking for those billions of shillings so that the Billionaires can also know that he is also a billionaire. He can tell you, my brother, sorry. God is not going to do it. You are the one who told us, let me preach with you. Those, whatever we are asking God, if we are asking him because so and so has it, these people have it, this and then we also want to be part of so that we can join the club of millionaires and billionaires in the city. Ah, the motive is wrong. I can tell you, he is not going to release two taendelea kugoja. Yeah, lakini haja sema hata tupatia anangojea wakati tutafikia kiwango when we are ready and we are humble enough 
to know that everything he gives us, he gives us for a reason. And we are ready to release it. Praise God. You know God can give you money and then tell you it's not yours. Give it out. One time someone gave me a watch and it was an expensive watch. The value was 300,000 shillings of that watch. And immediately, I received the watch I had. It's not yours. It's for so-and-so. And that so-and-so was seated next. I said, wow. <laughs> yeah? Let me just wear it. At least for a day or two. So I did it and Kashukua. Can I still remember that voice? It was so and so. I had no choice but to give it. I gave it. So praise God. Now, what am I trying to say? You see, God wants to trust us with more than what we think we need. Okay? He wants to give us more than even we are asking. But He will want to test us to know that if He gives you that, you are not going to get lost. Okay? It will not change your status. You will not have a new style of walking. Because now you have what? What you are looking for. Because you know who he is. And that what he has given you. And that your relationship with him, your identity in him is more than the things that he gives you. Praise God. All of us here are sons and daughters of the king. Of our God. That's our identity. Our pockets may have different kinds of money. But that doesn't determine our level of relationship with him. To add to him, we are his. Now when he releases wealth, he releases it because he trusts us with it. That we can utilize it to fulfill his mission. Whether it's the money is supposed to go to the ministry, you will not have, you will not have trouble releasing it. Some of you, God is going to give you billions of shillings. Amen? So that you can be able to finance the crusades and the missions that need to go to Russia, to China, to other places. So that you can look at this church and say, you need a property, we will buy you one. That is worth two billion. That's not a problem to you. Because money is not you as it belongs to him. Praise God. Time will not allow us. We need to I need to, to to close so that we can pray. But before we do that, let's let's see more scriptures. Wow, first Peter two nine and ten. And as you do that also, be be searching for Galatians uh, three twenty seven to twenty eight. After that 2 Corinthians 2.15 Are you there with Peter? 1 Peter 
2, 9 to 10. But you are a chosen people, a loyal what? Priesthood, please. Your identity. Yeah? Remember I told you, you are not just another person. Look at what God is saying. You are chosen people. You are loyal priesthood. A holy nation. People belonging to God. Not people belonging to Kamaua, Jologe, or Utieno Molo, or whoever, whoever, or your clan. People belonging to God. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into this wonderful light. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand that we were once in darkness. But now we've been called into this wonderful light. So that we can do what? Declare the praises of God. That's our assignment. So why do we come here every Sunday evening? Just for miracle? No. Our assignment is bigger than our needs. Praise God. You are here. You belong to God. So that you can declare his praises. Okay? That's what, that's your assignment. Will you do that tomorrow in your office? Will you let them know that you are a child of God? Will the light shine in that darkness? Can there be a transformation in your life? Or you are still living in darkness? That the people you work with cannot be able to differentiate you with the people of the world? Come on. That's where the problem is. Because there are some of us who are living careless lives. We are messing up with our bodies. We are messing up with our times. We are careless with our mouth. We speak anything. We are not glorifying God. We are not declaring His praise. The next portion says, Once you are not a people. Thank God today you are. But now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. You've already received mercy. Stop pitying yourself. You've already been forgiven. You've already become people of God. Praise the Lord. Stop, stop waiting for that, for a prophetic word to confirm that you're a child of God. That the Lord says, I love you, I love you, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yes, He loves you. And sometimes he will use those words. Yeah? But that's not what you should be waiting for. Whether you receive a prophetic word or not, the truth is, and it is already documented, you are a child of God. You are chosen people. Amen? And you have an assignment to declare his praises. Are you... What was the next verse that I said we read? Galatians 3.20. Are you there? Aha. Uh-huh. Look at this. For all of you who were baptized in Christ were clothed. For all of you baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. I want you to understand. Baptized into Christ. What has happened? You have been clothed with Christ. 
just affirming who you are. You are not Irene Ariso only. Praise God, Irene. Woman of God. Yeah? There is something beyond the identity that we have given you on earth because we witnessed you get married to Ariso one day and you changed your name from Irene Kavagambe to Irene Aliso. That's an identity that we have given you. But beyond that, you are baptized into Christ. And then, you have been clothed with Christ. Hallelujah. Now, brethren, I don't know whether you really understand what I'm talking about today. I wish you could. I wish you could start seeing who you are. You're not just that skin. No, no. You are clothed with Christ. Hmm? For all of you who have been baptized into Christ, you are clothed with Christ. Do you understand that? Let's move to the next verse. Ask Prophet Peter to prepare yourself to come and pray. There is neither Jew nor Greek slave or not free, male or Please understand, I know we quote this. But what is he telling you? There is neither a Jew nor Greek. Yeah? Slave nor free. Male nor female. For all are all one in Christ. In other words, when God looks at us like this, Apostle Joshua, our identities, the fact that you are different from her and him doesn't matter the level of anointing you carry. It may be higher than what she carries. It may be higher than what I have. My title may be different than yours. All those are titles that we give ourselves. Because we call ourselves Jews. We call ourselves Greeks. We call ourselves Kikuyus. We call ourselves slaves. And some are not even slaves. They are masters. Then we go ahead and we say, no, 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 he is a woman, she is a woman, and that's a man, male or female. The Bible is telling us, ha ha, forget it. Yeah? To God, there is neither. When it comes to God, he does not discriminate. He does not see you based on the identity or the sex that you have. He doesn't see you based on the tribe that you come from. Some of you would wish to be born, to, to have been born in different tribes because you think those tribes have favor. Forget it. In heaven, in God, there are neither Kikuyus, nor Aruas, nor Karajins, nor Kambas. There is nothing like small tribes or big tribes. As far as God is concerned, He can raise one from a small tribe. He can raise another one from a big tribe. He can raise, He can raise all of us. But in Him we are all one. Praise the Lord. You are important. You are not a lesser person in the house of God. You are not a bigger person in the house of God. You are the same as I am. Praise God. And if we understand that, then we respect each other. We love each other. And as we love one another, then we are demonstrating to this world that we belong to Him. We are His children. Amen? And then he can trust us and start using us to impact and to touch the entire world. Amen? It is you who will touch your people. It is through you that your family will be, will be saved. Amen? But you need to understand 
that God sees you different from what we see. What the next verse, please? The next that I said you read. I said you read what? Second Corinthians 2.15. Yes, they were now closing. For we are to God. <laughs> I like this. Woo. The aroma. Fragrance. Nimanukato. Eh? Nio. Eh? Aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. In other words, to this world, to the saved, to the unsaved, as when you walk through them, you are the fragrance of Christ. You are the aroma of Christ. You are the manukato of Christ. Hallelujah! The world needs you. The saved needs you. The prophets needs you. Amen. The apostles need you. Those who are perishing need you. The mechanics need you, Mike. The clients need you. You are an aroma. You are fragrance. That's why they will trust you with their cars. Because they can trust you. There is something in you. And Joe told us this morning that even the people of the world, they are looking for you because you carry the aroma of Christ. This world cannot do without us. The day we are taken away from this world, it will be total chaos. The only reason there is peace on earth today and life is existing is because the children of God are still on earth. The day they are taken out, there will be chaos. I want you to understand how important you are. Brethren, even if we don't do anything else, for today, I'm pushing you to, to know you know who you are, your identity. Amen? And your identity is not, is not drawn on where you come from. It's Christ. Hallelujah. You are an aroma, a fragrance of Christ. Come on. Would you not get, feel good? At where the Marashi didn't to change the atmosphere. Things are so bad when you are away. When you come in, the atmosphere changes because of what you carry. Now if you are like that then, please, then why are you found in long places? Why are you entering into pigs, pens, you know? Why are you reducing yourself to nothing? You are so important. You are that aroma. Praise God. Please, from today. Amen? You are a different person. Praise the Lord. Amen? Have you been blessed? Do you want us to pray? Hallelujah. You want us to pray? You have confidence now. You know you can pray for yourself. You know you are an aroma of Christ. Amen. Everything on earth has been given to you. Is at your disposal. You are a child of God. A chosen generation. Amen. Gain confidence and stand. Hallelujah.